the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the Sue Freeze Show, the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. Now, here's Sue Freeze. Hello, everybody. This is Sue Freeze Show, and I just am so grateful, so humble to be with you today. I'm so thankful because I get to share some time with you. Now, it's interesting because this is a one-way conversation. I'm looking at a microphone. I'm speaking into a microphone. And I'm just picturing people maybe driving, uh, sitting somewhere. I picture people that are happy. I picture people that are sad. I picture that, you know, we have all these different emotions that are going on in our lives. So today's show is going to be about getting through the storms of life. And whether you're on the sunny side or the, the cloudy side or the stormy side, it's important to remember that the Lord is there, and sometimes we're, we're wondering where he is, but he is there. We might not always feel his presence, and maybe we need to just dive in a little deeper. Maybe that's what we need to do. It's not a maybe. It's for sure. <laughs> we need to dive in deeper. And so, uh, you know, I go through storms. We all go through storms. And, you know, after the rain, you know, when the, the rain happens and you've got the clouds and you've got the water and Everything, when the rain stops and that storm stops, if you look around and you smell the air, you look around and everything is just cleaner. Everything is clearer. And maybe that's what's happening. Maybe this storm is to make you appreciate it when it's sunny outside. And maybe it's just because we need to clear away all this stuff so that we can focus on what's really important. Maybe that's it. Personally, I can just say that I have an electrician, and he's a fireman, and then on the side he does ele- electrical work. And my doc right now has an electrical issue to where I've got a lot of problems going on. And so I asked him to come over, and he said he would, and then he said, you know, I can't come today because my wife has a doctor's appointment, so I'll be there on Friday. Then he texts me on Friday, and I'm on my way down there to meet him, and he, and he texts me on Friday, and he says, Uh, on his text. He says, I'm really sorry. I won't be able to make it because my wife was just diagnosed at that doctor's appointment with stage four cancer in her bladder. And I am lost. And I'm like, and I think I have problems. I think I'm going through things. And I'm like, here they are. Fine. Everything's good. They're just going to go do a checkup. And then all of a sudden, boom, everything changes. And the storm is starting. And so what do I say? What do you say when you hear something like that? Now, I don't know this gentleman other than he's done some work for me and he seems like a really nice guy. I don't know him, really. So I don't know what his beliefs are. I don't know where he's coming from. All I know is he's in a place where he's lost. He's in a place where this is a whole new thing he doesn't know anything about. And it's his wife, whom he loves. So what I said, I I, I couldn't do a quick like I normally would respond really quickly. But I thought, nope, this one takes a little more time. 
And it does take time. We have to stop and we have to think about our words and our emotions and all of that because it's an important text. It's an important conversation, even though it's one-sided. And I said to him, I just want you to understand that I'm going to be praying for your wife. And when I say I'm going to be praying, I mean it. I'm really going to be praying for her. I'm going to be praying for you. I'm going to pray for healing. I'm going to pray for wisdom and discernment with the doctors. Just for comfort and peace in your lives during this hard time. And then I said, if there's anything you need, and I really mean that, if there's anything you need that I can help you with, uh, please don't hesitate to reach out. And he responded back, I wish there were more people like you in the world. And you know what? I think the Lord wishes that too. He wants us all to be there to serve one another. And we're not always going through the same things at the same time. Here's another one. Uh, Celebration of Life. I believe it's going to be on August 10th. This one's close to home. My sister's son and their family, his wife and his children, they adopted a child. They felt that it was uh, a gift from the Lord. And the child ended up having some medical issues to where she's been in and out of the hospital for years, two years. And lately it's been assisted to where she had to be on a breathing uh, device And they had to uh, medicate her to where she wouldn't have these fits. And then they had to tape her jaw with plastic spoons to keep her from biting the tube that was in her mouth. So time and time and time, being there every other day, the family, there's two sons and then this young daughter. She was 10 years old. Her name was Elena. And she has finally gone to be with her Heavenly Father But talk about a trying time of holding the family together, the medical bills, the, you know, soccer games with the two little boys, and then the young girl who's in a hospital bed and not knowing what to do. And you know that there's no cure. They knew that. They knew that there wasn't going to be a miraculous healing. I mean, okay, we can look at that and say God can do all things. Yes, he can, but with medical, the medical uh, science, they said that it's gone too far and there's probably no way that this little girl would get out of the position that she was in. So now there's celebration of life of this young, adorable 10-year-old girl. How sad, right? And we're not supposed to outlive our children. That's just like the worst. And to all the parents out there that have lost children, there's a part of you that you lose. There's a part of you that it's never going to be regained. And it's a day-to-day journey. And this isn't one I want to know personally, and it's not something that um, I can't um, relate totally, although I can understand just the devastation that comes with that. So uh, I just want to let you know that whatever stage you're in, in the process of grieving, that you're right where you're supposed to be. And don't let anybody tell you um, to do anything any different because you're doing what you need to do. I do have a podcast on the Sue Freeze, spelt like fries, one word.com. I do have a podcast on the seven stages of grieving. And it is very helpful because sometimes just knowing that what you're going through is basically normal if there's such a thing as normal. So I just wanted to let you know that it's there and I would like for you to refer to it if you would like. It's there for you.
There's a lot of things that you can get off my website. I just wish you'd go there and check it out. And I wish you would let get the word out and share this show with other people. You don't know what other people are going through. You really don't. Um, but the Lord does. So I don't believe in coincidence. There's so many times where people will reach out to me and say, oh, I was just driving and I was going through the channels and all of a sudden there you were. And I started listening and I couldn't stop listening. So I pulled over even though I was where I was supposed to go. I, I just couldn't stop listening to you because what you were saying, God was speaking directly to me. And I'm so thankful that I'm being able to be used like that. And we all have that calling of being there for others that he says to serve one another. We're supposed to be there for one another. Are you there? Are you serving? I have family members. I have people that are very depressed and they're going through really hard, hard, hard times. And I just, I, I, I like to let them know that I'm here and that I'm listening, not judging, but I'm listening. But I'm also saying, look for a need and fill it. Look for something that you can do that to get you up and get you out, to get you to move, because nothing happens without movement. So that's another word of encouragement and suggestions. So getting through the storms of life is today's topic. And this one is from Greg Laurie. I'm not going to take credit for it because it's not mine. Are you facing a storm of life right now? By that I mean, are you facing some kind of crisis or unexpected tragedy? Are you losing hope? One day Jesus said to his disciples, let's cross over to the other side of the Sea of Galilee. So these experienced fishermen did what they had done hundreds of times. They boarded their boat and began to row together while Jesus went below deck and took a much-needed nap. Suddenly, a severe storm came and began to dump rain on them. You'd probably know this story. And caused the sea to pitch. It was so bad that even these seasoned sailors began to panic. They awoke Jesus and said accusingly, Do you not care that we are perishing? Jesus patiently absorbed their criticism and then rebuked the storm, and it stopped immediately. He also rebuked them with these words, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? Mark four thirty five forty. I like to always uh, bring scriptures in because I think it's important that you know where these scriptures are in case you want to revert back. You want to, you know, read it again and in the context. It's important. A better translation of those words says, "Why are you such timid, fearful ones?" Jesus was saying, "Boys, have you not learned anything here?" After all, what did Jesus say to them? He said, let's cross over the other side. He did not say, let's go to the middle of the Sea of Galilee and drown together. If he had said that, they might have been justified in their collective panic. Jesus did not promise smooth sailing, but he did promise a safe passage. There's the message. I would rather be in a storm with Jesus than anywhere else without him. So if you are in a storm of life, my advice to you is to remember that Jesus will get you to the other side. He will get you to the other side. Trust him. He will not abandon you or let you down. You have his word on it. For he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And that's Hebrews thirteen five. That's one to remember, memorize in your head. Because how often do we need to remember that? That he'll never leave us or forsake us. Finding peace 
in the midst of your storm. It's a love worth finding. And this is from Adrian Rogers. You may be in a season right now where everything around you seems out of control. Maybe it's your job. Perhaps there's great trouble within your family. Or you're distressed about what's happening in our nation. When life seems to be falling apart, even the upright can get uptight. Yet the Bible says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and that's Galatians 5.22. I know that one. I don't know why I had to look at that. Anyway, this kind of peace only comes as a fruit of the Spirit. It's not the peace the world can give. It's not dependent on circumstances. To begin with, you cannot have true, lasting peace in your life until first you become a child of God, until you're saved. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. That's Romans 5.1. I just want to stop for a second and just say thank you. Thank you so much for joining in today to the Sue Freeze show. Sue Freeze, spelt like fries, like French fries, show. I want to tell you that because I would like for you at the end of this show or when you get to either your phone, if you're listening to the radio, you can click this on your phone and listen at your leisure, or you can go to a computer. And I want you to look up suefreeze.com. When you go there, you can find free papers on IMs. You can look at videos I have produced. You can look at, uh, find other podcasts that I've uh, done over this almost 10 years of podcasting and being on the radio. But I really, really like to just invite you to check it out. It's really good. I also have ways of making extra money. I have so many people asking me financially, you know, I need something, but I I have to stay home. I can't go out. I can't do something else other than be home. Is there a way of me making money at home? And yes, there is. I have, I think, five different companies that I endorse because I want you to understand that there's uh, products and things out there that I use on a regular basis. And uh, you can become a distributor, work from home. And they can order online. You can just be the person that they can talk to, be the vehicle to spread the word on products that you like. These are products that I like. So it's business opportunities. It's one of the buttons on my website. You should go there and check it out. I've also written a couple books, and those are available, so you can uh, check that out too. I'm not going to go there right now, but you can go there, and there's an introduction and kind of tells you about that. So all of that, I just want to introduce all of that to you because I really want you to uh, check it out and go there. We had a lunch with Susie a couple weeks ago, and that was really fun, and we're going to have more of those. And there's a women's retreat, and the women's retreat is going to be at the ministry house that I've been working on for over two years, along with Steve and Tyson and my daughter, Tiana, just uh, so many people, Juanita, um, Dana, I could call so many people out right now that have been part of making this ministry home beautiful. And uh, I'm so grateful and so thankful for the people, especially for Steve and Tyson, because those two have been uh, amazing this last weekend. We put two toilets in and Steve painted uh, two cabinets and bathrooms. So we're we're so close. We're going to open. I think by August 1st, we should be open and ready for uh, moms to come and feel at peace and comfort 
to know that they've got a place to be safe in. And there's scriptures in every room. It just it speaks to them. And I think it's great. And I'm so excited. And boy, it's it's so long overdue, but it's God's timing, not my timing. And if you would like to donate, I don't normally ask that. But if you would like to donate to this, it's the DSF Foundation, Disciples Set Free. And you can write a check to that, and you can send it um, to, if you just connect with me on the Sue Free site, I can tell you where to send it. And I really appreciate in advance. Also, we need sheets. We need knives. And that's all we need, really, is sheets and knives, bedding, bedding for uh, twin beds and uh, queen beds. Anyway, so that's enough of that. And thank you so much for listening to that. So getting back to Romans 5.1. Then once saved, you still face the battles and storms of life that come to all of us. You realize you have peace with God, but not have the peace of God. Yet God intends for his peace to be yours. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body, you were called to peace and be thankful. Colossians 3.15. Personally, I sometimes struggle with that I don't know about you and maybe you can relate but sometimes I really have to think and think again and rebuke those thoughts of uh, fear and concern and replace those with the peace of God the peace of God and the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus that's Philippians 4 7 right before that he talks about be anxious for nothing How is your heart? Are you anxious? Are you worrying? I have a a gentleman working for me, and I just met him in the hall before I came here, and he says, wish me luck, Sue. And I said, wish you luck. What's happening? He goes, I'm going to the doctors right now, and I have this fear, this phobia of needles. I said, you do? I didn't know that. He goes, I haven't had a needle poked in me for five years, and I'm having all this lab work, and I'm doing all of this stuff, and I'm really worried about it. And I said, okay, you're getting all this lab work because you're not feeling well. And he says, well, yeah, I've been, I, I've not just been up to par, and so I'm concerned. And I said, well, you know, worrying isn't helping your health. So you need to put your faith in God, and you need to go do what you're doing because I think that's wise. You need to go and find out where you're at, but don't make things happen because you're worrying about it. And he goes, oh, that's good advice. And then he off he went. And I said, oh, wow, you know, I don't really like needles. I don't know many people that really like getting poked. I just don't look. I don't know about you, but I just don't look at that because I can't stand that. Okay, so when the Lord Jesus Christ was facing the cross, he made out his last will and testament. Did you know he mentioned you in his will? He left you his peace. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. That's John 14, 27. Write that down. Write that scripture down. Put it in your memorizing scripture book and memorize that because we need that in times of trouble. We need that when the storms are there. It's not the kind of peace the world can give. As someone said, the world didn't give it to me and the world can't take it away. It is supernatural peace. The peace of God that passes all understanding to rule your heart and mind. This kind of peace is not the absence of problems. It is the addition of power. Jesus' disciples had to experience it to learn it, and you will too. You may be thinking, I don't need this. Everything's peaceful in my life. I'm just sailing along smoothly. Really? 
I'm happy for you. (laughs) But just wait a while. You'll never have complete absence of problems as long as you're on this earth. Sooner or later, you're going to be in a storm. Okay, those of you that are my age, you know that that is a true fact. And maybe when you're even like 25, you realize, yes, we've been through some storms. And those storms can make us better people, especially when we rely on the Lord. And, you know, I was just with another gentleman here, and he's going through some troubles. And I said, I just want to ask you one question. What is the life lesson that you're learning? Because if you walk out of this situation and you don't learn your part, if you don't learn what you need to learn here, then it's for naught. But if we take away, if there's a takeaway, and there always is a takeaway, if there's a takeaway, then what is the takeaway? What is your takeaway? What are you learning in the lesson that you're being taught right now? I just believe that everything that I go through is a lesson. It's a lesson. And I asked the Lord to reveal the lesson to me. It's like, you know, I I don't want to be hard-headed. I want to know because I don't want to go down this path again. I don't want to go through things over and over and over again. I I want to learn so I can move ahead and move on. How about you? Where are you in on that? By the way, understand there are two kinds of storms in life. Storms we ourselves cause, like Jonah, who chose to get out of the will of God. That was a correcting storm. Storms that come because we are in the will of God, that is a perfecting storm. So there's a correcting and a perfecting. See, that was new. I like that. I like that. Whether it's correcting or perfecting, remember, God is overall. He's all over it. The disciples' encounter with a storm in Matthew chapter 14 shows us what real peace is. What they learned about peace will spell peace in your life when you take them to heart. Ooh, are you ready? I love acronyms. Are you ready to write? The P is for providence. His purpose brought me here. That's providence. His purpose brought me here. The disciples weren't on the stormy sea of Galilee because they were out of the will of God. Jesus Christ himself told the disciples to get in the boat and row to the other side, Matthew 14, 22. They were in the will of God and sailed right into the storm. One thing you'll never hear God say is, oops. Jesus providentially led them there. If you're in a storm right now, I want you to say, Providence, his purpose brought me here. And don't get the idea that if you're in the will of God, you won't have any storms. Some are teaching that false theology today that we'll just sail through with health and wealth and die happy in our old age. That is, number one, not true. Number two, not biblical. If you're in a storm right now, know that if God did not cause it, God allowed it. It did not take him by surprise. Nothing comes to you that God doesn't know about. He is over it, beyond it, through it, above it, and in it. He is the providential God. And the E stands for entreaty. His prayers protect me here. Mark 6, 47, 48 records. The same event tells us that while the disciples were rowing, struggling against the storm, Jesus was on the mountain praying for them. He saw them. The Bible teaches Jesus ever lives to make intercession for you. He is now in glory, seated at the right hand of the Father, entreating the Father on your behalf. A is for assurance. His presence comes to me here. He is there with you. He is the great I am in the midst of your storm. I will never leave you nor forsake you, Hebrews 13, 5. But now, this is what the Lord says. He who created you, Jacob, 
He who formed you, Israel, do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. Isaiah 43, 1, 2. That's refreshing, isn't it, to know that the flames will not set you ablaze. And sometimes it feels like you're right in the fire, doesn't it? We need to learn how to recognize Jesus in our storm. He was there, but at first his disciples didn't realize that. Because they didn't recognize his presence, they were afraid and had no peace. Corey Ten Boom said, If you look at circumstances, you'll be distressed. If you look within, you'll be depressed. If you look at Christ, you'll be at rest. I like that. We will be back with more of the Sue Free Show right after this brief break. Hi, this is Sue Freeze, the termite lady from Ecola Termite and Pest Control. And I'm Tyson Freeze, Sue's son, and also work at Ecola. I understand why Ecola is Southern California's number one alternative pest control company. As a child with asthma, my mother made it her number one priority to protect me from harmful chemicals and contaminants. I wrote a book about it called Learning to Breathe, about a love without bounds and a fight I refuse to lose. I'll always be thankful for my mom's love and strength during this struggle, which essentially saved my life. I'm proud knowing my mother and Ecola cares for our customers like my mom cared for me. As a special tribute to all the wonderful moms, now through the end of May, we are offering $100 off any termite work and $50 off pest control for new customers. Just call 877-332-BUGS for details. That's 877-332-BUGS. Or online at termitelady.com. Ecola, powerful termite and pest control. As gentle as a butterfly. Love you, Mom. A little rain, a little sun, and a house made of wood. Your house. A termite's paradise. Hi, this is Sue Freeze, the owner of Ecola Termite Services. And Sue, Ecola is California's leading termite and pest control company. This time of year, termites are looking for a home, and chances are they've already moved in to your home. Give them a little rain, a little sun, and they'll start swarming and nesting, raising kids, thousands of hungry kids. Ugh! E. coli will get rid of those unwelcome house guests quickly by using effective and family-friendly methods like microwave, electric gun, and the E. coli heat process that kills termites without the move-out hassle or embarrassment of tenning. I love that. Call us at 1-877-332-BUGS, 877-332-BUGS. New customers get $100 off. E. coli. Powerful termite and pest control. As gentle as a butterfly. Ask about Ecola's lifetime renewable warranty. 1-877-332-BUGS. You're listening to The Sue Freeze Show, the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. And here again is Sue Freeze. Okay, thank you so much, Ecola Termite and Pest Control, for sponsoring this show. We are looking for help. If you know somebody that wants to start a new career or even better yet, if you have uh, anybody that you know that is licensed in pest control, termite control, that is not happy where they are, um, I always say go to your current boss and you know talk to them and see if you can work something out. And if you can't, please knock on my door. Please give me a call. Please check my website out, termitelady.com. And we really want to talk to you. We have seven offices. So, you know, you could be a customer, you could be a potential employee, but I just want you to know that we have seven offices. We cover from San Diego to Los Osos, San Luis Obispo, and we need more people. 
We need more people, and not just anybody. I want somebody that's really good at what they do, that really loves and has passion for helping our customers and serving our customers and being a team player and working with the rest of us because we all pull together to make things happen and to take care of our customers. So if that's you or if you know somebody that's looking, we want to talk to you. TermiteLady.com. Go there, fill out the application, send it in, and we'll give you a phone call. All right. So thank you for that little commercial. And that's what you get when you sponsor the show. That's what you get. So if you'd like to sponsor this show, I'd like to talk with you. Go to Sue Freeze, spelled like fries, one word, dot com. Go there, and I will uh, just put your information in there, and then I will help you. I will help you discover, decide what's best uh, for you. If you haven't done any radio before, this is a great opportunity to check it out and have it not be a huge expense, but to test the waters. And then once you find out that it's good for you, then I can help you move into the next and the next and the next fold of advertising, which is really exciting. So stress is that measurement of the degree to which you have your eyes on the storm and not on God. You've taken your eyes from Jesus and put them on the problem. And your focus goes where your brain is. Your focus goes where your eyes are. It's kind of like I think of the example that have you ever ridden a bike? Like when I was young, I I rode this bike. And I wanted to stay on that middle line in the street. There wasn't any traffic. I wanted to go down the middle of the line. And I realized that as I was riding the bike, that if I wanted to stay on the line, if I looked straight down, I could not stay on that balanced line. But if I looked ahead, if I looked down the line, it was much easier for to keep my, my line on there. And that's kind of what this is, is you don't want to take your eyes off God. Okay? Because if you're looking at the problem... That's where you're going to go. Have you ever been driving and all of a sudden you're looking over here and all of a sudden what happens? Your car starts veering over to the next lane. So you want to stay focused on God, not on the problem. It doesn't mean that you just ignore it. I'm not saying that. But we need to stay focused on where we get our empowerment. And that's the Holy Spirit and that's God. So I'm telling you, stay focused on God. Okay. God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, he says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Psalm 46, 1, 2 and 10. Jesus said, don't be afraid. I am here. I have come to you in this storm. So the sea is for comfort. How many want comfort? His power sustains me here. The word comfort has two parts. Come means with. Fort means strength. Did you know that? I didn't. So comfort means to be with someone with strength. It takes power to walk on the water. God comes to us with his strength. Why did Jesus put them in that ship, knowing a storm was coming? Why did he intercede for them? Come walking on the water, then allow Peter to walk on the water. Was Jesus showing off? Of course not. He's teaching a glorious spiritual lesson. God comes to you with power to sustain you in your storm. Even though Peter began to sink, he didn't drown. The waves they feared would put them under. Jesus is walking over. What they thought was going to be over their heads was already under his feet. I don't care what your problem is. He has subdued your problem. He is head over all. Is that encouraging for anyone? I believe it is. Does that help? Just even for a moment? So we have to hold on to these words. We have to hold on to this belief to get through this storm. I'm with you. 
And you know what? The Lord is with you. He's there. I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble. But take heart, I have overcome the world, John sixteen thirty three. You know, you could say that right now. You could just say, I receive that, Lord. In Jesus' name, I received those words. I receive it. I believe it. And I'm going to have peace about what's going on right now. Because, God, I know you've got this. I know you've got this. And God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be head over everything for the church, Ephesians 1, He says, you're going to have storms, but I've overcome them. What you think is over your head is under my feet. That is the comfort you have. Someone once said, the will of God will never take me where the grace of God cannot keep me. You'll never get in a storm, but what he allows it, even if he doesn't cause it. You know, my leg... I'm going to go in and have surgery to have the, the, the hardware, the metal plate and tin pans taken out of my leg in August. And it's been eight years since the accident. And uh, it's a miracle that I'm walking, dancing, doing the things I'm doing. It's, it's been a miracle. And the surgeon at the time said it would be five years. And then I'd have to, he thought he would have to put an artificial knee in. But now I went to him and I said, my leg's hurting. It hasn't hurt up to this point. He says, well, you've had more time than you than I expected you to have, and I'm grateful for that. I'm so thankful. Every time I got on the floor, I'd, I'd shed a tear because I was just so thankful to have another time on the floor, and that's wonderful. And we don't know when that's going to happen, do we? But I had people telling me that the Lord caused my leg to break. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I don't believe that. I don't believe that the Lord caused my leg to break, even though there was a lot of good that came out of it. But I do believe he allowed it to happen. Why? I don't really know. There has been a lot of good that's happened out of it, and maybe that's why. And when we look at our own lives, when you look at your life, are we saying that God caused that to happen or that he allowed it to happen? Do you feel that he's uh, spanking you? You know, he's doing something because he's giving you a spanking? Something like that? Or did he just allow it? Because, you know, our decisions cause either reward or consequence. My mom used to say that. Susie, you can decide what you want to do in this situation. Just understand you're going to reap the reward or you're going to suffer the consequence. And that's the same that goes for you. And there is consequences. Even if you mend, you make it right, you forgive, you do all the things that we're supposed to do. It doesn't change that you did make that decision even though you're changing from that decision. And there's cause and effect. There's consequences for our actions. So understand that. And I understand that the Lord allowed my leg to break. And I do understand that there has been a lot of good that's happened from it. And how are you looking at what's going on in your life? You know, what are you believing? What are you telling yourself? And is it truth? Check yourself. Is it truth? And I will tell you right now that if you're feeling unworthy about anything right now, Holy Spirit, thank you, Lord Jesus. But if you're feeling unworthy about something you've done, something that's happened, whatever, the Lord wants you to be freed from that bondage because you are worthy because he sent his only son to die for you in your place. And if he didn't see value in you, why would he do that? He wouldn't. He wouldn't do that. So this storm, it's exactly that. It's a storm. And storms pass. What is your attitude towards it? What are you doing? What part do you play? How do you, how do you function? What do you do? Put your faith in him. 
You know, whatever you can do to make it better, of course, you want to do what you can. But don't think you've got all the answers because you don't. And putting your faith and your your hope and your trust in the Lord is the best thing that you can do. The E is expectation. I'll go over them again. If you were starting to write it, you didn't get it, don't worry. I'll go there again. So expectation, his promises assures me here. We do not live by explanations. We live by promises. If God were to explain things to us, most of us wouldn't understand. His ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. Isaiah 55, 8. Behind every command of God is his promise to carry it out. Andrew Murray said, God is willing to assume full responsibility for a life totally committed to him, whether it be a perfecting storm or a correcting storm. You can have the full expectation that God will keep his word and see you through. I could stop right there, couldn't I? But I'm not going to. The Lord makes firm the steps of the one who delights in him. Though he may stumble, he will not fall. For the Lord upholds him with his hand. Psalm 37, 23, 24. So let's review, shall we? We were talking about peace. And peace acronym is providence. His purpose brought me here. His purpose brought me here. Entreaty, his prayers protect me here. Assurance, his presence comes to me here. Comfort, his power enables me here. And expectation, his promise assures me here. I love that. Look, if you want that, if you, you know, you can go to my podcast if you didn't get it and you can play it over as many times as you need to and want to if you need to be reassured and encouraged if you need the scriptures that have been mentioned here just go to sue free spelt like fries one word and you can listen at your leisure you can pause that's the beauty of that you can pause and continue learning and leaning on him a leader needs to be humbled and teachable and we are all, there's somebody watching us. No matter who you are, there's somebody watching you. And we need to set the example for our Heavenly Father, don't we? This is the Sue Freeze show. Ten years in the making. And uh, we have a TV show also, same name, the Sue Freeze TV show. And uh, it's on LA 36. And it changes times. It's usually on the weekend. And I can't give you a time because they change it up sometimes. And it's wonderful because it's public. And I can talk about the Lord. I think that's a huge undertaking, and I, I'm very thankful for that. You know, you have to stand for something, and I'm hoping you're standing for what you really want to stand for, because we're only here for a short period of time. And uh, you, need, you need to stand for, for what you believe in. And the life that I have lived, I can tell you that um, I didn't always know the Lord, and it wasn't till. Seven or eight, when I first received the Lord at a YMCA camp around a campfire with pine tree smells. And every time I smell pine trees and I'm around a campfire, I remember that night. It was a, a wonderful night. And I really didn't understand everything, which so many people who receive the Lord don't really understand all that's going on. Um, but it's the beginning. And then from there you grow, hopefully. I kind of, you know, just kept going through life and things would hit me and, and whatnot. And then in high school, I, I uh, got reacquainted. And that was a wonderful time. And then 13 years uh, after being married, I got reacquainted at a deeper level. And every level, it was understanding more about who he was and who I was in him. And going through the struggles, the times, the tribulations, um, and the more I read his word 
and the more I learned who he was and who I was in him, it helped me strengthen my faith. And I think that we can't just make this decision to accept him as our Savior and leave it there and think that you really have a personal relationship. Because he says, seek ye first, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And then in second, the second command he gives us is to love thy neighbor as thyself, which is everybody, right? That's, your, your neighbor is everybody. It doesn't not just the person that lives next to you. It's the person next to you on the street. It's the person next to you in the car next to you. How are you treating that neighbor? Uh, you know, I got cut off by a, a, a van, a, a businessman. And, and you know what's funny about that is it was a, a van for a uniform company. And this driver was really being rude to me. And I have my company name on my vehicle. He cut in front of me twice. And do you know that I am using that uniform company and servicing my 65 uh, technicians? And this driver has made a bad taste in my mouth because he cut me off and wasn't nice. He wouldn't let me in, and then he cut me off. And I just thought, oh, I'm making a mental note to this. And I took his license plate down, and I will take action um, because I think it's wrong. And, um, yeah, I just think that you never know. You never know who you're dealing with. So that being said, be careful when you're on that road. That's your neighbor. So I'm going to read from... Jesus Calling, Enjoying Peace in His Presence. I think there's been so many more books sold because I've introduced this book to so many people because I almost read it out of it every single time. And the amazing thing about this is that it's God shows up every single time I read because I'm not looking at this before the day that I'm on the air. And when I open it up, I just know because of prayer and because of what's happened beforehand that this is going to coincide, connect with, the message that the Lord wanted for me today. And it happens every single time. Do you realize, do you want to pay attention more about God's intervention in your life? Like when you meet somebody and you're going, wow, that was such a great meeting. It was a great connection that you just made with this person. There's just so many times where I'm going, that was totally a God thing. I know that was a God thing because of this, this, and that, you know? But are we paying attention to that? Are we paying attention when God shows up or are you just not? Ask him to reveal himself to you in the little things. It's the little things. Just do that. So here, I'm going to read. Are you ready? Okay. I am the light of the world. Men crawl through their lives, cursing the darkness, but all the while I'm shining brightly. I desire each of my followers to be a light bearer. The Holy Spirit who lives in you can shine from your face, making me visible to people around you. Ask my spirit to live through you. As you wind your way through this day, hold my hand in joyful trust, for I never leave your side. The light of my presence is shining upon you. Yes, you. Brighten up the world by reflecting who I am. I love that. When Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. That's John 8, 12, in case you want to memorize that scripture. You are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before men, that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. Matthew five fourteen sixteen. Are you doing that? Are you doing that? Are you letting your light shine? 
I pray daily, let me be the light in the darkness. I want to be the light in the darkness. You never know what someone's going through. Be the light in the darkness. This could be your prayer too. It's pretty easy. It's an easy one. And we who with unveiled faces all reflect the Lord's glory are being transformed into his likeness with ever increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the spirit. Second Corinthians 318. God said to Moses, I am who I am. This is what you are to say to the Israelites. I am has sent me to you. Exodus 314. So with that, I'm going to mention the I am's. There is a scripture that says that you will be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You are what you eat. You are what you speak. You are, you know, your words. Watch your words. Guard your words. You are what you listen to. Who are you listening to? What are you listening to? What kind of music are you listening to? Are you listening to people that build you up and love the Lord? Or are you listening to people that tear you down and say God's not real? Who are you listening to? And my, my suggestion to you is, you know, put that invisible barrier between you and those that are not helping you, that are not helping you be that light in the darkness. And we do. We all have those people in our lives. And some of them could be family members. Yep, that's right. So what do you do in that case? Minimal, minimal time. And you are there for a purpose to be the light in their darkness. That's why you're there. It's not for you to be fed or to listen You don't take that in. You put that healthy boundary over your ears. And you just say, I'm here because I'm being the light in their darkness and doing exactly that. Go to the I am's, which are on my website, Sue Free, spelt like fries, one word, dot com. Go there. Click on the, there's two different tiles. There's one that you can get the three pages for free. You can download it, print it, and read them every morning, every night. Let it be the first thing you wake up to. Let it be the last thing that you're, and I want you to read it out loud. Let your ears hear your voice because your mind takes in your voice better than anyone else's voice. And with that, I'm going to tell you that you can go a step further. And there's another tile. It's a second one. It's in the middle. And it's the IMs that you can record your voice on an MP3. And you can listen to this at night with your headset or whatnot, and you hear your voice, you know, speaking these scriptures over and over in your head while you're sleeping. Your brain does not shut off. You might go to sleep, but your brain's still working. And you want to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. This is a really good way to do it. There's been life-changing things that have happened to the people that have actually done this. We have to build our brains up. We need to understand who he is and who we are in him. And the three pages, I would I would print those out, and I would read those. It's three pages of I am's. And what it is is it's telling you what God says about you, how he sees you. And I want to see people through his eyes, not my eyes. I might have a veil over my eyes. My eyes aren't that great right now. <laughs> I had to take a driver's license test, and I thought I was going to have to take the test. I didn't have to take the test. You know what I had to do? I had to take the eye exam, and I didn't have regular prescription glasses. They're coming next week. So I had to use just regular old reading glasses. Some of you can relate to this. I thought I was going to fail. It was scary because I have the beginning of cataracts in my eyes and it's just difficult for me to read and see. And so, uh, yeah, but I passed just in case you want to know. And I can see fine. So if you see me on the road, you don't have to like give me two lanes. I'm fine. I will. I will be okay. I promise. 
anyway, I know, I know, you know, our eyesight goes, you know, those things kind of just go as we get older. And what do you do about that? Eat more carrots? That's what I told my kids. Eat carrots. It's good for your eyes. And yeah, it is. It's good for your eyes. I hope this has been helpful. I really do. Remember the PEACE acronym. If you want to know what that is, then you can revert back to the podcast so that you can get that. Um, It's really great. His purpose brought me here. His prayers protect me here. His presence comes to me here. His power enables me here. His promise assures me here. So those are all P's for peace. Isn't that great? So be a blessing to someone each and every day. I'm so thankful to be with you. God bless you. Be a light in the darkness. God bless. It's that time of the year when bugs multiply like crazy and start looking for a home, your home. Ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, and a lot of other creepy crawly critters, even rats and other varmints. It's time to call E. coli Termite and Pest Control Services. They offer complete ecological pest control of rodents and insects. E. coli has one-time services, ongoing monthly services, their most popular and economical every-other-month service, and even quarterly service for occasional pest problems. E. coli keeps rats and mice out and eliminates insects in their nests. It's the most effective way. And their termite control is legendary. So call E. coli today for a free estimate of complete pest control at 877-332-BUGS. No more creepy-crawly critters like ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, rats, and other pests. Call them at 877-332-BUGS. 877-332-BUGS. E.C.O.L.A. Powerful pest control services as gentle as a butterfly. Ask about their two-year warranty. Call 877-332-BUGS. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.